and welcome to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. It's Monday, November 1st, 2021. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, they are the creators of the YouTube series Date Night, uh, but you can also find them addicted to the spice melange and taking a joyride on a massive sandworm. Um, please welcome John and Audrey Abaya. Yay! Yay. All, the, all the, the worms are great to ride. Yeah. So is this the massive sandworm on Dune or in Beetlejuice? Because didn't they do that? Oh. Or are we riding on little tremors? <laughs> little tremors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Were they little? That no, they're, they're kind of big too, the um, tremors. Yeah. I like they're the Beetlejuice. They're not as big as no. the Dune worms. Do, it's, the, the Beetlejuice seems more fun. Yeah. yeah. The Dune yeah. one seems too... Uh, too serious? Too much peanut. <laughs> yeah. too, I don't want to read No. This time. Okay. Never mind. Beetlejuice it is. <laughs> also, one of the podcast and creator of the Million Dollar Underwear Zine and our official designated guest when it comes to Warner Brothers films on HBO Max. Please welcome back Joel Barber. Hey, it's your HBO Max representative. That's yes. right. <laughs> uh, I think this is the last time you were here. We were watching... Uh, Space Jam, the new frontier. What was that? A new, legacy? new legacy. New legacy, man. New frontier. <laughs> yes, Which is yeah. available on so, Blu-ray uh, and DVD. Mm-hmm. Yes, now it's available on Blu-ray and DVD. So uh, I brought back. We came. We we were once the Toon Squad, but now we're the Dune Squad Ooh. today. You see what I did there? It's a play on. Tune engine. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, everyone. <laughs> uh, the podcast, there. we usually discuss and watch things we listen, played, and read throughout the week, and we end up with a main discussion. This week's main discussion, if you didn't know, is Dune Part One. Uh, it's now streaming on HBO Max, and it's also in IMAX in theaters. I'm assuming none of us watch it outside of uh, HBO Max. Right? No, no, just no. Max. Just the Max. I heard the IMAX version is really good though. Like it's really you get like everything from you know the the how it's filmed and everything. You feel the sand up on your face, right? That's yes, the... yes. That's what <laughs> I heard. You get some spice thrown in your mouth. Yeah. Get some pump, get some pumpkin spice yes, blowing yeah. in your face. You yeah. get the spice. I heard but... your eyes turn blue after you leave. So oh, that's good. how that's how immersive the uh, IMAX experiences. Uh, before all that, we're also going to discuss uh, Hulu's Only Murders in the Building. CBS is Elementary, the 1984 version of Dune, which is directed by David Lynch. Uh, Netflix's Love on the Spectrum and the 1996 version of Scream, which is directed by Wes Craven. I think a couple episodes ago, John and Audrey, you talked about Scream, the trailer. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, Scream thank five. you for uh, helming the podcast while I was gone. Uh, you had really wonderful conversations. I That's recommend everyone to listen so to So wonderful, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, wonderful. Uh, John, who is the wrestler that says, whoo? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm bad with names. I keep on saying Randy Savage. I, th- I feel like I'm wrong. It's, it's not Randy Savage. It's, uh, um, what's his name? The other Rick guy, Rick Flair. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Was that was that even one of the people that you were saying? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, all, it towards the up. end, he yeah. said it. Yeah. Uh, Flair, yeah. Was but in my mind video? when I was listening to it? It's Rick Flair, John. It's yeah. Rick Flair. Oh, you're trying to twin. You're trying to do the twin. Oh, twin thing. The twinning. Yes. Like, I heard Ben. Yeah. He said Rick Flair. Mm. In the in the future. <laughs> the now, future. I feel like Joel, Bar- Joel will be like probably yelling at the podcast. Too. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but before all that, we have a trailer talk. This week's trailer is a teaser trailer from Disney and Pixar titled Lightyear. Uh, 
That is a clip of the teaser trailer, Lightyear, directed by Gus McLean uh, or McLean, uh, written by Peter Doctor. And just right now, starring Chris Evans, there's no actual uh, cast list at the moment. And this is the IMD plot synopsis. The story of Buzz Lightyear and his adventures to Affinity and beyond. Um, it's very quick. I think it's like only less than a minute. I think this was teased like a couple of years ago. Uh, there was like a teaser poster where it shows like the toy version of uh, Buzz Lightyear. But now we got like the, the I don't even want to say live action version, but the <laughs> like the, the, the character he is based on, the, 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 the real life person in the sto- Toy Story universe he's based on. Is this say. is this even called CG or is this beyond CG? Like, or just like it's still CG. I would still call it because they're still right. using it's animation. Is it animation? It's animation. animation. Yeah. yeah. Just digital uh, but also with you, Audrey. What's your thoughts about uh, Lightyear? Um. Okay. So I like. Okay. Well, I I don't really like when they go back into to tell prequels many 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 moons after the original uh product has come out. Only because they they always update it and it looks really cool. And then when you go back and watch the original that's supposed to be in the future, all the technology and the the colors and the shapes don't match. Like this one, his space, uh, what, uh, what is it called? The spacecraft, what is that called? Did it have a name? Oh, I don't even know. Are you lo- talking about like because George Lucas made the prequels? No, <laughs> oh, no, no, okay, no, not yeah. that. <laughs> no, but it looks all like... Um, Are you... Um, you Mission Command? Are you talking about that? Maybe oh, Mich- the Mich- the Mich- company Mich- he Mission Command. I don't know what it is. What is it called? I think it's Mission Command or I don't know. It's I don't, NASA. Something in uncharted yeah. space. I'm trying to remember the toy with the toy says. Yeah. Yeah. I know Zerg is a thing. Emperor Zerg. Yeah, like that. Um, you know, and then I think there's a relationship with um, like with this uh, it's what is it? It's just he's supposed to be like the young cadet now, mm-hmm. and he's a young um up and comer. And then I think I think it looked like there was a zerg there, and then like they were friends, and then something's gonna happen, and he betrays him, and then they become mortal enemies, and then Toy Story. Yes, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. Um, that's pretty much it, I think. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, but to, to, to clarify, he doesn't turn into a toy in the end. Is that you sure? what we're trying to? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he does. That's okay. in this verse, the the Pixar verse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like this the the trailer shows like that we uh, at least in that universe we've done inter like interstellar travel. It yeah. Looks like, right? right. In that world. Yeah. yeah. How do they travel? Doesn't he have like he needs like something piston you know because when he when he lands on the bed he tries to ask all the other toys for other stuff and but they give him scotch tape and so you have to rewatch toy stories the original one i think so in order, get, like, in, in order to understand yeah. this in order to understand this film <laughs> or not film yeah. is it a series or film i don't it's know what a it film. is is it a film, <laughs> film. oh yeah. i thought it was a series but I guess maybe that's better. Maybe a film is better. I was thinking it was a series. My god, I haven't watched twenty episodes of this just to see the end where <laughs> Zerg uh, betrays him. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll watch it. It's not. I mean, I really, really like Toy Story, but this doesn't make me want to go. Oh, I, I, I got to see. I, I think I'd really. I think we kind of mentioned this when we were talking, John. I'd rather see a Woody prequel than a Buzz prequel. I don't know why. Like this though, a Woody prequel where it's like taking place in a real world, a real westerny world oh, or uh-huh. something like that, like the show or something like the show is real or something, you know, like the legend. They're of not Woody. puppets, right? They're 
No, this wasn't puppets. No, I don't know. I'm saying like these original as puppets. Oh, they were marionettes. Yeah, yeah, huh? marionettes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I wouldn't want to see marionettes. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, what about you, John? Uh, I like it. Um, I like only one scene in here, but it looks super real. It, they were inside like a swamp area with a plane. It remind mm. everyone's mentioned this in, on, ba- in, on Bodega or not Bodega? Yeah, the Star- or something? Yeah, yeah, the Star Wars scene with uh, Luke and uh, Yoda. Yeah, Dagobah. Um, that's the only one I like. Uh, everything else too, I I like like only because it's very different from what Toy Story was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're comparing it to Toy Story, but well, what that's are you a, supposed yeah, to compare it to? It, I, what I believe it, I, I don't know if it's the same premise is this like the TV show that takes place in the world and that's how they get the idea of Buzz Lightyear right is that or what he's because he's based on the there's a TV real series per- yeah. Yeah. yeah or is there a real person well no it can't be a real person that's not a right? real person it's a TV series like Star Trek is on TV and you make a toy of Picard like that and this is like Star Star Trek I don't know I don't actually don't know then because no, this I think this is, is based on like the Buzz Lightyear characters based on a real person in this Toy Story universe is that where I don't know I'm going the other way no because they don't have they don't have interstellar I'm, travel in, in in Andy's world yeah right? that's what I'm saying like this one is like Andy is grown up he has kids and they turn on the TV he's like oh I used to like watch this TV when I was a kid and oh it's nostalgia it like how we yeah. watch like the new team and t yes. or things and like that with our turns kids turns it on and it's light years and they're watching it on their tv and this is like the oh. thing that inspired the toy basically maybe um that's how that i could possibly yeah feel like it, it is do you uh, think they're going to zoom out at the end and it's going to be a tv maybe yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah i like everything about it um is it too uncanny valley? Maybe that's why it I don't is, like I it. Think Maybe that's why I'm trouble. It is uncanny. Well, his head... there's a lot of memes about him. Is there? <laughs> that's all yeah. Say. yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot. Like about many. what? Like like he looks uh, it's like, like Chris Evans of, or like no, Tim. Uh, there's a there's a still shot that's like I think it's all over like the when you read articles about the teaser trailer of his face and a lot of people are making memes around his face because it looks super real in a way like the and uncanniness then, that it's un- yeah but like they add stuff onto his head what? and whatnot like yeah, a beard like a mustache or something like that yeah I, I, like, I w- yeah it's like women's hair like yeah a karen haircut and oh. yeah that kind of stuff yeah is there a reason why yeah. that tim allen is not doing this um he's uh, kind of problematic that's it right there yeah. Yeah. i didn't know yeah that. yeah yeah he, he has some views that i think disney doesn't agree so they're like oh. we need someone else that represents america <laughs> yeah. you know, that ass. real captain america guy then they got chris evans <laughs> mm. oh. uh, especially the past four years i think there's some things he said about oh. our, our last president i guess you could say oh um, okay well uh, that's that sucks but yeah i think that. chris evans he ruined our childhood. He's, he's becoming like the all-american uh white guy at the moment i guess you could say cool. good for him i yeah. need another one yeah. so you know thank yeah. god thank god uh how about you joel did you do you have any like um do you love like toy story and how do you feel about this trailer i i have not seen a toy story movie since part one god i thought, oh, you, wow. I thought, I thought you were gonna say you never saw toy story i was like <gasps> so i'm honestly if i had kids i'd be more excited about this but for me i'm like i could see this on disney plus on a friday night that i'm not super excited i i'll wait for like reviews if people say it's good then i'm like all right cool um but for the most part this really isn't my thing 
And then the nerd in me goes, there was a Buzz Lightyear animated series. That's right. When I was there a was. kid. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, is this, Early 2000s, what is this compared yeah. to that? Mm. Yeah. That so, is, yeah, that's true. I don't know what that is. And that one stars Tim Allen. No, 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 Oh, so, uh, yeah, you're either Joel's yeah. boat, Ben, or okay, our boat. Oh, yeah, you gotta pick a boat. I am the guy that's connecting our boats together okay. on uh, a life uh, raft. Cool. Uh, <laughs> you're holding said. the beers, and then we're we're going yes. down the lazy river. Um, so I'm I'm happy to like go into this universe again, but at the same time, I'm probably gonna watch it on Disney Plus on a Friday night or something. Mm. I'm not too excited to know like the beginnings of this character i i i like i think with i'm agreeing with audrey when i thought uh woody would be a good fit to this because yeah. he's like the main character in a to- toy story universe mostly um but yeah like i i would uh also watch it i thought i thought i mean if anything the the animation is really well done now like it's too good that it looks too real yeah that I, might yeah. as well just been live action at one, at one point I think a better That'd be kind of cool with Chris Evan live action. No, it wouldn't have. No, it wouldn't have. <laughs> I think Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, yeah, no, it would have been better for them to do like a comedy spinoff of uh, Ham, Potato Head, and Rex. Like they're Rex, yeah, yeah, like they're like little trio of like, like the Marx Brothers, kind of their own thing. Yeah, yeah I but think realistic, that... right? It's like a real pig. Wait, a real oh wait, dinosaur. what? I don't know about oh, that. Oh, <laughs> a real dinosaur, <laughs> a real pig. And a Isn't potato? that just like a Disney Plus show waiting to happen? I don't mean to cut you off, oh, but that's, yeah. that literally just sounds like you put that on, you do eight episodes, ten episodes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they do have that. Yeah, right. Now. I think they have a show about Monsters Inc. that I didn't even know. Oh yeah, existed yeah. It's on the aftermath, like yeah. the when they uh, took I think over. we watched like half an episode. Yeah. That it's like a yeah. new guy in the Monster Inc. And then oh, that's right. so they could have they could probably pull that Rex and Slinky thing <gasps> if Slinky it was like. If they were in the real world, but they are the CGI, and then um, oh, like who framed Roger like Rabbit? Chaos, yeah, like Roger Rabbit, yeah, like who framed mm. Roger Rabbit? They're also those. serving a murder. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, no. what? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. It's Andy's murder. That's what it is. Oh. They go back. <gasps> Well, go. speaking of murders, yeah, uh, this is was my that segue. the whole point? <laughs> yeah, this is the segue. I'm with. Yeah, he knows, um, he knows how to lead us into the segue. Yeah, um, so I watch, and basically, it, uh, the season finale was a couple of weeks ago, or a week ago, I think. Uh, it's on Hulu. It's a Hulu exclusive show uh, titled "Only Murders in the Building." Uh, it's created by Steve Martin and Joss Hoffman. Uh, it stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Uh, have any of you uh, heard about the show or what's what, what's? I think I seen ever? the commercial when watching a Hulu show. Yeah, like, uh, when yeah. we watch um, okay the shadows. What we do in the shadows? Yeah, it looks like it'd be fun, but then it, that requires effort for me to go find it, and I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, if I'm not so already it, watching this, I can't watch it. So to make it easier, each show is probably like 25 minutes long and there's like 10 episodes so oh. you can probably binge it within in like five hours or so yeah. oh i could watch it yeah yes in your mornings or go. in your uh breaks 
you know. Oh, oh yes. Our 50, our, our 50 minute breaks. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so the show is essentially about these three strangers who all live in the same like apartment building um, and who are obsessed with like true crime podcasts, basically. And what, you know, what the whole plot about the show is that and brings them together is basically a, an actual murder happens in their building. And then they are left to try to solve the, uh, the murder uh, while recording a podcast about the murder. Uh, it's a comedy New- drama, mostly comedy. Was it? Is this in New York? What are you going to say? This it's in-, in New York. Yes. It's it feels exact- very New York. <laughs> yeah, it's very New York. Uh, when I say apartment building, they're actually kind of all well off. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Martin, of Steve Martin is an actor. Uh, is there somebody Short. that enters the door with like a red hat? Yes, like a little yes, hat? yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's all that. Wh- whatever you think about upscale New York apartments are like mm. they they have uh, an old white lady <laughs> with the dog, has, you know, wearing a fur coat oh, yeah. all the time. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, that's one of like their um, their uh, neighbors and whatnot. How does what, uh, what does yeah, Selena I, do? I say Selena Gomez. She also is obsessed. So. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but there's a reason why she's in the building too. Uh-huh. Um, it's not, but basically they're they're pretty. It's pretty good dynamic between them three. You would think you imagine like two of the old white guys, and so you have Selena Gomez with them. How is this like a, a cool, you know, good dynamic? But I think he they play off the whole like how they're older and she's younger. It's pretty funny. If you're a fan of Steve Martin or Martin Short's like older stuff. It's pretty much in that range of mm. comedy, um, uh, and it also plays a lot with the magical realism. You know, like mm. when something like fantastical happens, but oh. it's like in the realistic uh, effect. Um, like a unicorn, like a unicorn appears, or something like that. Yeah, I oh. would say, really? <laughs> say something appears, and then uh, they play off of that in one of like the shows. There's there's it's throughout the whole series like that where we're mm-hmm. think of like you know 500 days of summer where okay. Justin gordon mm-hmm. levitt's always right. in his head and then he's imagining all these things they do not head. show that in the trailer no no they it's don't like so i think that's the best murder mystery best part is because of the magical realism uh throughout the show that's kind of cool uh i think and i th- i think they pay homages to like certain uh mysteries like um crime dramas if you like watch a lot of crime dramas um but i i I really recommend it if you are looking for something that's pokes fun of people who are obsessed with true crime podcasts, but also Why are you says pointing something at me? about. <laughs> Why know. are you looking directly into my eyes? <laughs> I'm pointing at all the listeners. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it has like, it's very smart. And I think it's very thought provoking in a way where uh, when you, once you get to know these characters, it kind of like examines your life in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's ten episodes, about twenty five minutes each. I highly recommend it on Hulu. Is there an I, episode where she helps them use social media? Yes, okay. and it's really funny. Okay, good. So, then I will watch uh, it. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have well, like, what was it? I have like one question, and it's gonna like decide if I watch this show or not. <laughs> yeah. Is it Steve Martin funny, or is it we could have Woody Allen in this thing kind of funny? No, it's Steve Martin funny. It's All it's right, more cool, of his, watch. yeah, it's more of his type of comedy because he 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 helped created it. So it's like uh, if you love like Roxanne or uh, Three Amigos, especially Three Amigos, because 
Steve Martin and Martin Short pl- kind of plays off of each other a lot in this show. Yeah. And it's pretty, it's think of th- what if Three Amigos were older and they had to deal with modern uh, technology. And without kind of Chevy funny. Chase. Yeah, I know, without Chevy <laughs> Chase. So it's going to be better? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chevy Chase is problematic too, right? Oh, God, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't I, I mean, think, I don't think he's made anything in like decades, I think, or since uh, Community. I've, I've yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Community and maybe some like straight to red box thing yeah mm. yeah mm. uh but yeah i highly recommend it and then if i say this is where when it comes to selena gomez because i'm not like i don't know anything about selena gomez aside from like a couple movies she was in but i think she's a she does a decent job uh playing off their dynamic where she is basically the millennial <laughs> and then you know rolling her eyes every time but she plays it really well it, like there's a there's a bit of a commentary there that's really fun uh, to be had in there. Um, but yeah, talking about solving mysteries, uh, mm. Joel, what you've been watching? <laughs> uh, first off, you're on point with these transitions. Yes. That's right. um, That's right. I'm trying to think of the transition from you to something else right now, but go on. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been watching um, CBS's Elementary on Hulu. Um, it's starring uh, Johnny Lee Miller, and my all-time favorite crush, uh, Lucy Liu. Um, I'm gonna be honest, I originally put it on just for her, mm-hmm. and then probably about halfway through the first episode, I was like, I'm, I think I'm in love with this show, and it, <laughs> it's it's a CBS show, so it's 22 episodes per season. Well, they uh, still do that, CBS? Yeah, oh, I'm surprised they, they still- did it years ago, because uh, I think it's been off the air for like maybe three or four years now. So, oh, okay, because I, I feel I've like been- some, Oh, go on. I was like, I've been in, I've been on the bed or on the couch due to medical rest. Oh, yes, so, yeah. So uh, that's what I've been doing to kill time is just watching uh, Elementary. And uh, it's a good CBS procedural, if you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> that it's, uh, here's crime. We, we, we get the crime, then we get some banter, then we, we get a twist, and then we get a turn, and then some more banter at the end. Um, I enjoy it because that's my jam, but uh, I'm biased. Like I said, I, I've been a Lucy Lou fan since high school, since I saw Charlie's Angels. So uh, I, I'm doing my acquired duty to get through her entire catalog. <laughs> yeah, I, I've watched like probably several. When it first came out in the first season, I was actually kind of excited because it was like their take on Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And um and then I think after I watched like the Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch series of uh, Sherlock, I thought, was, oh, this is cool. I, I think initially people thought it was going to be like a remake of Sherlock, but mm. American, but it's nothing like that. At no, all. no, because <laughs> yeah. it's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. It, it, when you say CBS procedure, it's exactly that. Yeah. But it's kind of fun. I, yeah, it's really fun. With, they play along with the whole like uh, procedural parts to it. Is she yeah. a Sherlock? No, she's Watson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I will say this, like, this was during that time period, at least when it was on, when CBS had Person of Interest, which starts out like their typical CBS procedural, and then just goes weird, kind of hard sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. And I, in this 22 episodes, I'm expecting them to make that same leap of like, hey, we took Sherlock and we made it this or did, like, we, we went further off to the left or the right, and they've been pretty much standard outside of like the moriarty twist which i'll save it's been a few years so you can just wikipedia 
that twist. But I was like, okay, cool. They're still going to give you that safe CBS uh, procedural show, but they are stepping out, not person of interest, where it's like, we're going to go far left with our, our concept. And, but I enjoy it. And I always feel like I have to do like this thing where it's like, it's not Sherlock. It's not this. It's a CBS procedural. It's good comfort food and comfort food TV. And I love it. And uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I forgot that uh, John Noble plays um, the the brother. Of yeah, uh, no, John, oh, that's his nice. dad. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Just John speaking Noble? Of, like J- John Noble is a scientist from Fringe. From Fringe. From Fringe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the the white haired dude. Oh yeah. no, oh. Like, he's older man. The he was guy. the dad. The yeah, dad. Yeah, he guy. was the dad. Yes. Of, uh, oh, okay. Dawson Creek, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Dawson's AC? Creek. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, Jonathan Jackson. Why yes. do I know that? Because <laughs> you like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. that's Elementary on CBS, and uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm trying uh-huh. to go away. Speaking of, but speaking of Elementary, uh-huh. you know, in Elementary, you learn about the ecosystems in school, uh-huh. and one of the ecosystems. It's the desert. And speaking of deserts, uh, John and Audrey, you watched something over the weekend mm-hmm. or over the week. What did you watch? Oh, we watched Dune. Du- we watched Dune. Yeah, see, 1984. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's more Audrey than I. I yeah. didn't really watch it. That's fine. Yeah. I'll explain it. Um, okay. So if has anybody else watched the 1984 Dune? Um, I've seen like a third of it. Okay. I probably I've seen all of it, but not awake. What does that what? mean? You can't see. That if means you're not like awake. in the background, I'm oh, like kind of oh. sleepy, but I watched it. Like I wasn't being like if anything, no, that's, that, it kinda... that you slept through it. Yeah, yeah. Or that was a weird movie to sleep through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is. I thought my dreams was that movie, and there, yeah, there were nightmares. Well, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, okay, so uh, I as soon as I turned it on. It was I. I was totally just thrown out. I. I was. Um, has anybody? Wait, did you watch this before? Or after I watched this the... before because I want. I wanted. Oh, I knew there this was. Yeah. I want to know about this now. Yeah, I wanted to know about. Uh, I knew there was a a book. I knew there was a film. I wasn't going to read the book, so I was like, let me just watch the original film. And I was like, oh, eighty four. Okay. Oh, it has the guy from Twin Peaks. Okay, it's cool. And I know David Lynch is the name of director. I don't really know. I don't think I've ever watched really anything of his. Um, I was like, okay, this is something. And as soon as it just turns on, I'm just staring at this woman just talk to me for like three minutes. And I'm like, what is happening? And then everyone's talking and there's all this inner voice monologues. I'm like, oh my God, they're they're putting a book on film and this is not what you do. Or a, a play on film. And it was, it, it just took me out so bad. I had to put subtitles on because I couldn't understand what they were saying half the time. Uh, and the minute that I saw a woman on screen, she was covered in a veil. So I was like, oh, okay, it's one of this. The women are, are lower stature and all this and it's that weird kind of we're in the future but we wear old-timey military clothes and I, it was i was like i just questioned everything i was like is this how people feel when people swear up and down that like star wars is so good and then they watch star wars and they have no idea why that why star wars is a good <laughs> film i was i was so just like what do i not like sci-fi is this not me because i know like everybody likes well a lot of people like put this up in high regard as both I think a David Lynch film and and a sci-fi thing. Um, I think it has its own cult following. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's like, I don't, uh, uh, like high regard, but it's it maybe up there with its own cult because it was made 
prior to Star Wars. That's why. Is it okay? Oh, oh wait, no, 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 no. no, no, no I'm thinking about the book. I'm thinking about the book. I am. Yeah, I'm thinking about the book. When, when, when <laughs> the book. Yeah, uh, I would say the book. The book was like yeah. 65 or something like yes, that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because the book. There's a lot of inspiration that George Lucas took from Dune. Yeah. Well, I guess he took the best. But anyway, because I don't. I don't know. They got the two planets. The desert. Yeah. The desert. The 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 stupid names of like oh we're uh what is Damien Idaho or some shit what is it. Uh, do not Duncan, no, Idaho. Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho. Like what the hell? And I'm and like where you have like a regular. No relations to Duncan Donuts. Duncan Idaho is a Wes Anderson character waiting to happen. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but just like that thing with the names, like has, has anyone listened to the podcast Newcomers with uh, Lauren Lapkus and Nicole Byer? Uh, no. No. Okay. So they're so they're uh, forced to watch properties that they don't not forced to watch, but you know, it's like you know, oh, this is so cool. They're 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 they're, they're willing, like they're not like uh, yeah yeah, but yeah. they they it's don't like, no, they don't yeah. know about any of these things, and they know there's big cult followings. Like they know about it because it's in the ether, but they've never seen them. And one of them was Star Wars, um, and they just like I don't why like why is there a Luke Skywalker? Why is there a regular name and some weird ass name? Why is there this? Why is there that? Like nothing made sense to me in this film. Um, it was very much just a, a man's portrayal. All I saw was just, uh, I don't know, this um, Jesus story. Uh, um, some I don't want to be God, but now I'm going to be God and all this. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't. I don't like that story anymore. The women's the women have no agency. They um, they're only there in servitude. Um, I guess they have pretty blue eyes. That's cool, you know. Or it's all about a drug and just oppress oppressing people. Um, like I, I can see because through the eyes I'm looking at now, like I, I feel like I have, I've, I've been awakened just like him, of Atreides or some shit. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. But before, like when I was younger, like in my teens and stuff, like that, I can see liking something like this, where it's like, oh, I want to be her. I want to be the one that helps him, and where he only sees me. And wow, he's really cool because he's strong and stuff like that. But I just don't like those type of stories now. I, I think it's old just get over it we don't have to keep retelling this type of story and the way they they had it it was just really gross there's a lot of just weird stuff in it there's uh i mean stings in it that's cool i guess but his <laughs> uh, but like his, oh uh, that's the one oh wait, i actually don't want to ruin it Never yeah, mind. <laughs> i was and, gonna and, mention something yeah and but like his uncle has like some weird like sexual attraction to him about everything in here and then um uh, uh, I mean Patrick Stewart's in it. I love him. And there's a pug with hair. With hair, yeah, yeah. long oh, hair. I didn't know he had hair. No, no, it's still yeah. the bald. But oh, it's, it's still bald. Okay. But he, has he hair put a hair piece of some sort. Yeah, because he's rarely has hair on anything. No, 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 no. And he, I think, did he have hair in Robin Hood or not Robin Hood? Is it Robin Hood? Yeah, Men in Tights. You mean Robin Hood? No, was he in that one or no? He was in a real one. <laughs> he was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. But wasn't he in a real Robin Hood as well? Oh no, uh, yeah, I maybe I can't remember. <laughs> But he's like some some of the most. Well, he was on on TNG. I know he was. He was Robin Hood on there. I think he had hair on that episode. We saw that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That thing that you're getting mixed up. Yeah, but. I'm getting mixed up what was happening on the show and movies. Um, I was just really. I was well. I I couldn't. I couldn't believe I had to watch all this. I felt like I I didn't know myself. Like I was like I like <laughs> I like I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I I really really like sci-fi things and I like you know things that are like. 
not really avant-garde, but like, you know, like how like the fifth element has very like futuristic things, but there's still things from the past there and all like the the fashion design and all that stuff. And there's the weird eccentric characters. But here it just seems very I, I don't know if it's just the acting of the time or how they were directed or the effects, the, maybe. The, I would uh, say in uh, the combination I'll, of everything. I, I wanted to defend David Lynch, but he's uh, okay, on, defend he's him. on, he's on record to say that there was a lot of production, uh, producer interference in the movie that he had no control of. Maybe. And they couldn't they couldn't do his vision of Dune, actually. <laughs> so I that's mean, why I think uh, there's probably a lot of things off in the movie, I feel like. Why um, was there so much inner voice? It's not a but I, I think I'm pretty sure that's not probably that's not his what he wanted because in his other um I want to say most of I only watch uh, two of his films and like the television show he doesn't use uh inner voice monologue like monologues or what do you call that um voiceover voice voiceover yeah, yeah like uh, but uh, a lot for first i was getting too much information and then they jumped for like 10 or 12 years or something like that and then i didn't have enough information about what happened like well, i oh I, I didn't i couldn't stand it i, I was this really is why torn. david lynch doesn't consider this as his movie <laughs> well they, they they tried to adapt the whole book into one movie and i think it's like a thousand pages or something like that it's like a, 800 it, it about. feels yeah, like a, that it, yeah. i i, I could tell immediately it's the same and, thing with like Lord of the Rings. Like I can't. Some things aren't meant to be adapted in this medium. In short, uh, yeah, medium, yeah, and that's fine. And I was gonna go back to something you said earlier because literally before this, I was on Twitter and this woman had said, um, "If you read Dune as a teenager, Dune is a book that you can get into, you, a series that you can get into." And then she said, "I read it as a teenager, and I guess she read some of the later books. She, I guess she was in the hospital, so she I had time to kill to read these." Uh, prequels or what like after the guy who wrote the series he died his son is like continued on with the series and from oh. what i've been told they're all terrible all everything written by the son is terrible oh. but people continue to read it because it's dune that they've invested the time in this yeah but she was like if i read this as an adult everything that you've said audrey has come up she said this in her twitter feed that i was like yeah that's bad this is bad yeah this is all world building and no story so everything i'm like cool yeah this is what happens when you try to cram 800 pages into a movie and then you want people this came out like post return of the jedi or about that time uh, that I could totally see producers coming up to David Lynch and going, we got the next Star Wars in our hands. Uh, yeah, know, Everyone knows this. You make this into a movie or you make this into, like, if there are, like, what, six books of these? So you make the first book into a movie and then we got five other books, five other movies to make. And uh, as we have now heard, it was a failure. So Yeah, it was, yeah, it was... Mm. I mean, the the effects, I mean, I understand it's not, you know, it's the 80s, but geez. I mean, the only thing I like is when they did the shield and they turned to, like, Minecraft people. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, yes, oh. So yes. that is the, 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 the yeah, it's the, um, I guess, yeah, they're called shields yeah. in the book, so I don't know what else could be. But, I mean, like, that was funny, but, like. Minecraft. That's, that's what it looks like. I don't know. Yeah. And the only thing that I, I, well, I didn't really enjoy, I thought it was extremely stupid, but that I'm kind of sad that I don't yet see it in the Dune Part One is that uh, the one, uh, the the weapon that they use for her people, the people like the crystal blade. No, 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 no. It's a it's a voice weapon. Oh, oh, oh. It's a gun. The voice. Not the voice. It's a weapon. 
It's an oh, actual it's weapon. weapon. Yeah. I don't know which one is yeah. this. You use your voice, but it also amplifies it or something. But I don't see that. They have not shown that in this film and the new one. And I don't know if it's going to come up in the next one. Because it, if if because uh, the original Dune is only two hours. And that's, I guess, all the whole book. I was going to say a megaphone. Kind of. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, essentially. But you go. But, but you, you just make like throat sounds, basically. Oh, and then like, boom, like that sort of thing. But I mean, I would think that it would be in part two of Dune because the way that the story has happened so far, it they haven't gone to that part yet i guess mm-hmm. um but i don't see any like training like how they kind of showed more training of um in the new dune uh yeah i haven't yeah. seen that you know that wasn't portrayed in here um yeah i mean i like patrick stewart i uh, sting was gross in here everybody <laughs> all i feel there was no it was all white people <coughs> in the future so I guess we're all dead. I feel like I guess we uh, didn't make it. This is the worst time to watch a. Uh, or this is the worst movie to watch the David Lynch movie. Yeah, like. probably. <laughs> I uh, think you'll like his other stuff. Yeah, more. His, red red redheads more of- are gross. I guess are gross and sweaty and pimply and all that stuff. Uh, in the movie, not like overall, like you feel about it. I'm talking about the movies, <laughs> not in real life. Um, no, don't watch this film don't watch do 1984 <laughs> if you have any if you have any self-respect or if you enjoy any of the actors uh don't watch it the only thing that i really did love was lady jessica the actress the who played her friend she's really jessica. good uh, oh. francesca yeah and this yeah. yeah i mean she wasn't given you know super a lot she had to do she had you know whatever but she was so beautiful i've never seen her before and i loved her hair and everything and just oh she was so pretty that's about it i would say like the um it has its little quirks in it but it's overall when i was watching it i was like oh this is why because i think i there's several years ago i was trying to watch it and i was like i cannot i'm not in the mood to watch this at all yeah because <laughs> of that whole beginning it's like what, you're just throwing out all these stuff at me at the, yeah and, and basically Ugh. uh when it when you start off like that that feels very like uh not welcoming for yeah. the audience yeah you, either the audience is too stupid yeah or and then when they flipped they went they did that weird time jump where they just have stuff going across and then more voiceover like well no well, what happened why didn't why aren't we seeing that part you know yeah it's just weird um, um no what else so if this is something you hate is there something that you love there is something that i love yeah. i watch on uh netflix's love on the spectrum so this is a, a reality uh dating show not a dating show. I would say show. that. I would say that. They're, I watched the first season. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, having to um, uh, show people who live with um, autism uh, spectrum disorder uh, how they navigate um, interpersonal relationships. And, you know, sometimes you people don't think about, you know, not uh, that everybody wants love. Um, and I, for somehow it popped up on the Netflix little, the little line that goes across, you know, things you might like. And then I press play and I started playing. I watched the, uh, the whole season and I realized that I watched season two and I didn't know there was season one. <laughs> so because some characters, some, some, not characters, some people 
are back for season two. Yeah, like and the, yeah, and yeah. it took me a while because then they were like, "Oh yeah, so are you glad you're back?" I'm like, "Back? This is just starting." <laughs> and then I looked and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm on season two. And I was like, "Well, I might as well finish it." And then I did start a little bit of season one. I haven't finished it all the way, but I think I kind of like watching season two and then going back to season one to see like a prequel. It, in it, a way, it kind of is. It's to see their growth just <laughs> yeah. as um as people as, and just yeah. how their relationships and it's like yeah, the relationship i would say yeah this was so nice i just i loved watching this i this is one of my things i watch like in the morning before i take the kids to school um just how much joy and yes that they can uh that these uh people have brought into their families' lives and how much joy that they can bring into other people's lives i think you know sometimes they get put aside and just like oh they're this is just somebody that's never gonna have a relationship or a family and something that i'm gonna have to take care of until i die you know like or whatever but they, they don't call them as like a burden or anything no yeah, and yeah. like the the way like there was one video i took you took uh, a video remember and i showed you oh, i yes, was so yes, excited yes, about yes, it yes, and i had yes, to yeah. show you at work um Wait, what? There, she I took a video of the TV while, uh, yeah. Yeah. Watching. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. like, just like, oh, I want, like, somebody just to love me like that. Not that you don't love me, John, but the way that, like... <laughs> want me to bring you to Dinosaur Park? I can Maybe. I would like that. It'd be fun and to hear you just talk about it forever. But um, mm-hmm. there was uh, just to see uh, different perspectives and just how... Uh, how people navigate the world and how because sometimes you think of people with autism or with any type of um invisible disability that Mm -hmm. you think that they they're not high functioning or they don't you know they're they don't have feelings because they're always talking yeah they're well they're always you always hear like oh they don't have empathy and things that's why they're cold and hard and calculated because all you really see is like people like sheldon or whatever on big bang Theory. i don't know if he's um rain man yeah 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 exactly but uh, there's so much with uh, the the this. I don't know if I should even call it a disease or an ailment. I don't know how you would describe it. Um, being diagnosed sooner, or even people who are diagnosed uh, older but young in life, like in their 20s, how much um, uh, help and therapy is available, and just by taking the time to be caring and sensitive towards another human being, how much you can offer them help. Cause they, they were saying something like how like social skills aren't, you're not born with them. You're, you're, you learn them and you, mm, you yes, know, things yeah. like that. And it is something that they can learn. It's just, you have to help them and show them in a different way. And just to see these people's like journeys to uh, how they navigate life and how some of them do find love. I think on the second season, there is a, a, a big culmination I guess I guess they 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 are in the first season, and I guess the second season that culminates. And I don't know if I don't know if there's a third season. I don't know. I don't really know what year uh, this I came don't think, out. I I don't see anything where they said that there's going to be a third. Usually these are announced like later. Mm. Um, yeah. Could you tell Ben that they were in Australia? It took me about three episodes <laughs> yeah. to realize that they were not in the UK. That they were. In uh, I Australia. didn't know that until later. Until I like I listened to some of their accents. I said, oh, "Okay, this is not in America at all." No, like, well, uh, I thought it was UK, and then they said something about one of them was a not 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 a cinephile. What is it called when I guess you like Britain stuff? They called it something else. Oh, yeah, Britain file. I don't know. Britain file. But, but he was like, file. Uh, yeah, I think that. I think it's that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well. So what you just like your own stuff, and then it took me a while to realize that oh, oh you're from a different country, <laughs> you're not in England. <laughs> I was like oh, 
Um, <laughs> and then I think there was like a wallaby somewhere or something like that. Or somebody said something like in that certain way, one word that you go, oh, that's a that's a that's an Aussie accent or something like that. Um, but it felt really nice because sometimes I see certain traits in, in people that I know. And then I'm like, well, maybe they, maybe we're all a little bit, you know, it's a spectrum. So there's yeah. varying degrees. Maybe that's something, you know, I feel like, well, I have some of those qualities too. Uh, just because I, you know, may or may, may not high functioning or I can deal with it doesn't mean that, um, you know, people don't also feel this way and feel alienated in certain things. And it was just, it kind of made me more aware of myself and then other people that I know that are close to me that maybe um, I could approach things in a different way to be more um, empathetic and things like that. Because I actually had an encounter with somebody who was autistic recently um, and I didn't know. And I I immediately put up my guard and was defensive and rude. And I was, I felt so horrible. I was like, I I was like, I treated this person just how I don't want to treat other people. And especially, you know, um, somebody, somebody who's not meaning that I thought this person was drunk and it wasn't. And I realized, Oh, she's talking to me. Um, nothing she said was aggressive nothing like that i thought she was immediately going to be mad at me because i parked in front of her driveway so i was ready for like a fight sort of thing and i went to my my friend's house like oh no no she's like you know oh she's just a little different it's like oh she's autistic like oh yeah i was like oh my god she was just trying to talk to me and just ask me a question and i was i wasn't like super rude or anything but i behaved in a way that i was very upset with myself and like i wanted to go back out and talk to her but she had already gone back in her house didn't she say like she liked your car yeah she's like she's like do i know you and like, but I thought I immediately was like, do I know you? Like, why are you in front of my house? Because, you know, some people you park in some people's neighborhoods and they don't want you to park in front of their yard, yeah. yes, even yeah, though yeah. you're not you're not doing the driveway and it's all public, public, pro, pro, public things. And, you know, obviously there was plenty street, of room. Public street. Yeah, public street. And I was yeah. like, no. And I, she said, oh, um, she's like, but you're not here for me. And I was like. But I heard it. You're not here for me. Like, I heard it that way. Yeah. I was totally, I was very much, like, just ready to be, to have to, like, defend myself. Defense, yeah. Yeah. And I really, I'm so, like, upset with myself that I was reacting that way. She's like, oh. Um, I was like, oh, no, I'm over here for this house. She's like, oh, okay. Um, I like your car. I was like, oh, thank you. She's like, yeah, it's really nice. I have, like, a little junky Prius sort of thing yeah. like that. And she's like, oh, okay, well, it's nice to see you. And I was like, oh, well, it's nice to see you too, you know. <laughs> and then I go in there and I was like, I was talking, like, is that person, I'm like, am I okay to park? Are they going to be whatever? And they're like, oh, no, no, it's all right. And then I was like, oh, my God. I was like, and I was so upset with myself that I did that. Um, but like, oh, no, no, she's okay. She, she'll she come and talk to you and things like that. Because um, she was talking to somebody in another car, um, but they didn't seem to be upset or anything Mm -hmm. about it and i was just i felt i was very disappointed in myself after watching the show and stuff like that and like in my mind wanting to be closer to people like that and then when i immediately came into contact in the world i treated them like everybody else treats them i was so sad but now i know i learned (laughs) and i'm not going to be rude to people just because (laughs) i'm afraid that somebody's going to be rude to me right away (laughs) but love yeah 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 so what do we transition to, Ben? How are we going to do that to that moral no, 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 thing no, no. that I just came to, you know? That's love on the spectrum, which is on Netflix. I highly recommend it, too, really mm-hmm. quick. Because I, uh, one of the people I like in the show is Michael. And Which one's I that? Think, I can't remember their name. Is that the one with the dinosaur? I think he's dinosaur? like the main person. Oh. He's the one that's obsessed with the British culture. Oh, yes, yes. I do oh, like yeah. him. Yeah. I love when he... I think yeah, there's this sense of when we go on our first date 
that mm-hmm. we always think that in our head, like this is this is different for because I'm I'm this person, but. I think what he was going through, everyone felt that like, oh yeah, we're nervous. Yeah. We don't know what to say. Should I, you know, p- you know, pull out the chair, open the door mm-hmm. like that. So I think that's a very a good way to connect with him because we all been on a date before or some sort of like uh, you know meeting someone that you you just met the first time. Yeah, uh, I believe like that. Uh, I have no way to transition to this. Oh, you gotta so, try, Ben. You gotta try. Yeah. Uh. Well. If love, mm-hmm. if we're just talked about love, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and love is a four. No, wait, no, that's actually. Not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to count it. <laughs> there's, there's uh, five letters in that one. Um, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> yesterday was a Halloween. I yeah. mean, we're actually recording this in the past or in the future we're recording <laughs> it in the present but you're present. listening to the future but i'm talking yes. about the day before yeah mm-hmm. the day so for us it's tomorrow but for the listeners it's probably yesterday but if you're listening to like in 2023 it's probably like months before yeah it's only months uh, yeah, it's yeah. only months have only yeah. gone by anyway john what's your, what have you been watching <laughs> uh i've been watching oh i've been going back uh watching Scream, basically, the 1996 film from Wes Craven. I'm only watching it because I'm kind of getting ready for Scream 5. Um, I like the Scream, Scream franchise. Yeah, which one? Oh, is it's it just called, called Scream? Scream? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, the fifth installment in the Scream uh, fra- franchise. They could have changed that S to an F5. Yeah, like how four <gasps> yeah. with oh, A. Oh, like, like, yeah. like, F, like F5, 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 what is it? F9, F8, fine, yeah. and fate. Yeah. yeah. The, so, uh, I like the franchise, but I don't remember a lot of the stuff. Um, I know, like, up to, like, three and four, it gets kind of muddily. My, my my memory of the movies get muddled a little bit because I forget. I know the four came out, like, 2011. Um, that's the most recent one. Uh, so I'm going back to the very beginning. I The last time I watched the first one was probably 10-plus years. Um, more, probably, before the kids way oh, yeah, before definitely. the kids yeah so definitely uh well lennox is 12 so yeah maybe like 12 plus years i would say uh so i, I went I went back uh, to see how it is how it does it hold up and whatnot uh and i at this point watch more horror movies you could say because there's a lot of references of horror movies in scream and overall in the franchise uh because it's like a commentary of like slashers and horrors and the tropes and whatnot I like that stuff a lot, so I went back to just to view it, and uh, now with my mind of all these other stuff already, um, I really like it. It's very like enjoyable mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It it is that decade, that '90s type of filming, and I guess that 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 j- slasher horror that brown lipstick, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the clothes, everything, Crop top. Uh, everything screams like '90s to me. Uh, the uh, the way every, all the characters talk and just like overall every, the whole feeling like it feels like that decade and whatnot um, the lot of stuff still surprised me even though I know who the killers are I know the, who survives and whatnot there's some certain characters I forgot like oh yeah this person's going to die or oh I did not realize they did it this way or stuff like that uh, the other thing I have to note too, I'm watching it on AMC Plus. Oh yes, this is dumb. I guess if you watch anything that's on AMC Plus, that is a AMC 
movie. It is not censored, but it, it's designed for commercials. It's edited for TV. Yeah, it's edited for TV. So there's like, wow. oh no, yeah. yeah, so, there's yeah. Little, so I'm not no. watching the full, the whole, fully, I guess, screen thing. I can mm-hmm. maybe. So you're technically it. watching the AMC Plus, v- yeah, version. Uh, Wait, they are you still, getting commercials? Yeah, it's, no, they there's cut no commercial. for commercial. They cut for commercial. They'll do the fade in and fade out, basically. That's uh, weird. Wow. It, it's like it's it weird because they do it in like, oh, uh, this scene just happens. Cue music, cue. And fades it out into black, and then fades back in <laughs> with the same music cue. So it means it's coming back. So it doesn't fade in or fade out when someone's talking. No, no, no. It's mostly like when a scene ends, or if there's a like I said, a music cue going transitioning to the next scene. And if it's very gory, it they're zoomed into the face, yes, not face the gore. Well, like, how does that look like? Because just that... you could tell though, like it's zoomed oh, yeah. in more. Like the so like the very first scene with the boyfriend, uh, he dies basically. And then and he's Rich, on the chair. Yeah, he's on yeah. the chair, and they show like the you know the body. But his in this one, and... it's more zoomed in on top of his body. They do show a little bit, but then he's they oh, it's like one second, and that's it. Like they don't like stay in that scene. You could tell they edited it in a way where it's like, oh, we can't show everything because it's still um, AMC, I guess. And well, you probably only allowed like four intestines on. But a it's show weird or something. because AMC has The Walking Dead, and that has. So but much, those are dead intestines. I guess, yes. It's they're, different. They're, 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 yeah, they're, they're not the living or... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dead people don't have agency. Um, but technically, the boyfriend is dead. No, yeah. but, <laughs> no, but dead. he was once alive. He's very much alive in this scene. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Um, I really, it's, it's, it's still funny. Like, just all the characters are kind of quirky in a weird way. Like, I don't know what was how they... Like, Wes Craven told them to portray everyone, but... Oh, like uh, be a trope. Yeah, be a trope and whatnot. Uh, but they're like heightened tropes and stuff like that. Um, Nev Campbell playing Sydney is just very like, oh, poor me and stuff like. Mm-hmm. It, she doesn't comes off like a strong female character. She feels like just that tropey. It's that like, thing I don't like the anymore. Weak, yeah, yeah, the Danzel. Yes, bas- basically. I've, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut in. Uh, but I thought that was the point. Yes, I yes, yes. The first scream was a meta commentary on like horror movies and the final girl yep. concept and that's where i don't want to jump on a rant here mm-hmm. i thought like the other movies kind of lost that thread mm-hmm. because they had to become like serious horror movies yep yeah, yeah. Uh, that I was just like well this defeats the purpose of scream it's not a comedy but it's it's almost it's a better version, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, of uh, Cabin in the Woods, of what it's trying to accomplish. <laughs> and I love Cabin in the Woods, <sighs> but it, it's that, like, we're going to do a meta commentary on, like, horror slasher films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, no I would say, like, Cabin in the Woods is more on the nose, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. While, while Scream is more subtle. Yeah, like, yeah. Especially if you didn't understand tropes or... Um, if you were going into that movie like thinking it's just another slasher movie, I think it kind of opens people's eyes like, oh, this is hey, this is like a commentary on this. Like, I think that's what what uh, Scream achieves to do uh, versus like it's a love. Like it, it's Roots. more like, of a love letter yeah. to people who like horror yep, slasher yeah. horror movies, and yeah. Cabin in the Woods is just all horror in general. I think. Yeah. So yeah, so like Nev Campbell is that damsel in distress, but I feel like in the very ending, she achieved like the 
the status where like the final oh, girl, the final strong, girl strength. The very ending when she actually uses the voice on them and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this kind of like, cool. Like Dune, the voice. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put the knife in you, Billy. Or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was gonna talk when uh, Joel was talking about Meta. I was gonna bring up Facebook. Oh no, I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. to tie that in. But go on. Uh, that you- that first scene though is still classic with the uh, it's like yeah. a good twelve minute scene <laughs> like that's um, like a good short film yes yeah yes, yeah of just is, like a slasher right? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and and it's very emotional I felt like because when the parents so in the scene the parents do come in and then. You you don't see that a lot in Slasher or the end of it like the that's true the aftermath the aftermath yeah. of how the parents will react and I feel so bad for them because hmm. their their kid is just outside <laughs> she's literally just outside but they have no control of it hmm. and it's like very sad it's like and especially when they do the cue the scream part like mm-hmm. to show the title I don't know this is so cool like the way they they did this like they you know what I wish. Like watching that because we we watch it like years after we never watch in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. We watch yep, it like yeah. some sort of DVD. Ninety ninety six, we're in sixth grade, so let's. Yeah, so I didn't. I don't think we're cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think we had like, you know, there was no way for us to watch it because I don't think none of our siblings watched like a lot of horror in the theater at least, not in the theater. So <laughs> like I felt we were raw because you know how like that was Drew Barrymore and that the whole twist of that is like how she dies yeah in the beginning see i don't know how what's and, her star power at that time though like yeah, 1996 I, know. I don't know but a lot of people said that it was like a huge thing for them it's like the whole like yeah that's her comeback thing. right yeah. I thought that yeah, was yeah, it's, it's her comeback like I, I didn't i don't know how far we're gonna go into this because yeah i really love this movie <laughs> mm-hmm. so when you said this i was like oh no do i come in full or do i just give like the, <laughs> the half glass sort of conversation about this but scream i know what you did last summer and there's like another thing where it was like they picked all the right young actors yes mm-hmm. urban legends is like there too yeah like, that's it yeah. Yeah, that's the other one where it's like okay we're gonna get buffy the vampire slayer we're gonna kill her then we're gonna get we're gonna get that freddie prince jr guy we're gonna kill that guy yep. we're gonna get the guy from whatever in cruel intentions we're gonna kill him if he were in a gap ad they're all in this movie and they're all gonna die <laughs> yeah. yeah and that was like the thing that i was like yeah i'm here for it where it's not like now you get like some 40 25 year old guy playing 18 mm-hmm. or 35 probably like the what stopped i feel like the movie that stopped all that for me was house of wax with paris hilton oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah i think that was like the end of that moment where you had like these celebrities who were not or actors like who were in that whole you know obsession with like teen culture like they would be on teen beat i guess you could say yeah <laughs> at the time yeah but i think yeah it's hard to do that now i feel like because they're so famous that uh i actually don't and a lot of people would just love it actually i think they won't there's no like sense of um surprise to it i guess you could say yeah. anymore <laughs> i also say i don't think you have the element of well at least say like surprise but I think people now go, if this person is famous, either they're going to be in the killed off in the first five minutes or they're going to be the final girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't think they're, it's like the same thing of like when I watch a CBS procedural, if I know the character actor, well, you're the bad guy because I know who you are because I've seen a bunch of stuff. I, I, so that's the sort of thing with these kind of movies now. I'm like, you got to almost go with unknowns or someone who's about to like blow up and have them be your oh this person was killed off 
a, a very early sort of thing as opposed to getting like a name because the name has to be the final girl for sell tickets. Yeah. Mm. Joel, what was your favorite kill in Scream? The first one? Um, yeah, the one, this one. Aside from the first one. <laughs> I think that oh, I oh, oh, you, oh, you mean the first, first kill? Yeah. But yeah. besides Rose that McGowan. one. Rose McGowan. Oh, okay, yeah. That is yeah. so brutal. And yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like... How did her nipples get that hard going from the party to the to the? I don't garage. know. Teenage Mutant Boy doesn't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, oh my god! I didn't I didn't realize that until she pointed out. I was like, oh yeah, they Those are like cut glass, man. Yeah, they didn't cut through the door. Apparently. Oh no, they didn't. Um, I need to rewatch this because I don't remember any of the. You don't remember I just, nipples? The one I remember is the garage going down, and. That, that's Rose that's McGowan. Scream, right, John? That's Rose McGowan. Yeah, yeah. That's, Rose McGowan. That's, okay. yeah. that's the one that frightened me the most because oh. that can uh, happen to me. Are you going for a doggy door? Yeah. I, I I hate to say it. I was like, I just remember the nipples. So I was like, oh, uh, oh, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the way they filmed that scene, she comes through the door and her nipples are just hard, and that's it. It's like, like it's yeah. the coldest garage ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, is that, um, was that like part of the in joke in the I guess yeah yeah they call it out don't they yeah. like they may have some time in the film but I mean right at that moment because I well, swear they, I no, swear they, they they mentioned that in horror movies you have to show breasts like Randy oh said. Yeah. Yes, yes 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 they don't necessarily show that in this I don't know if they did really because I'm watching the AMC oh. I have to really watch the uncensored version nah there there isn't I yeah, yeah. Like a they mentioned but, that? Like, I would know if there was some nipple in there. <laughs> Because they kept on mentioning that because they're in the background, like the other movie they're watching is Halloween. And they're yes, talking yeah. about how Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't show anything too in mm-hmm. Halloween until she got got older or something like that. Yeah. Something in that line. Jamie Kennedy like mentioned something. Trading places. Yeah. 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 <laughs> trading places. Um, yeah. I have to mention Matthew Lillard is my favorite uh, person in this. Yes. Every line, I'm just like laughing and just like, this dude's just everywhere <laughs> like uh, mm-hmm. uh enjoyed his uh character stew the whole uh till the very end <laughs> to mm-hmm. the way he died the way everything is out oh, this is kind of cool i will say this movie from forever made me hate screech Ulrich or what that like you yeah. the face made, yeah. yeah like forever then i was like you always are going to be a bastard to me oh. <laughs> <laughs> you betrayed him yeah. <laughs> betrayed yes <her>. I- <laughs> Oh yeah, because anything he's on, you think that. Yeah. that so yes. I'm, I'm watching yeah. part two now, and like everything's flipped. Now I'm like thinking differently. I I know the ending of part two, but I'm just like in my mind trying to solve like finding the breadcrumbs. Like how would you subvert this from part one, um, in the way? And then I don't see. I I know who are the killers in that, but I'm like I don't know how they're getting from port a point point one uh, point A to the end mm-hmm. point yeah point B well basically. like. Part two kind of tries to lean into the the tropes where they have like they kill off the two black people yeah. at the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie and some other stuff, but I'm like, this just feels like the checklist yep. from one that you didn't get to. Yep, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah, I just realized that too. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I really love the first Scream movie, and uh, it goes downhill after that. Yeah. <laughs> I really want, because you know how, I think you mentioned this a couple episodes ago where uh, a new nightmare was supposed to be his commentary on his Nightmare on Elm Street Elm franchise, Street movies, yeah. Cravens. And he was trying to do the Scream formula with the new yeah, nightmare. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Because I think yeah. new nightmare came out before Scream. Yeah. And, it, and no one did it, because I think people were expecting 
uh, Elm Street, but they were getting this commentary <laughs> yes. on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. So I want to rewatch that to see if, uh, how much of that he, he tried to use uh, with the screen formula, I guess. Because I was a fan, I'm a fan of uh, Elm Streets too. So oh yeah, I need to rewatch all those. Rewatching this too, I didn't really notice too. Audrey's the one that caught it that Ghostface costume is like very sparkly. I don't know. I always thought it was just plain black yeah. outfit, but it's like has a little sparkle to it. Like the it's probably the AMC cut. No, 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 yeah, right. <laughs> this is how friendly we need to get it. Yeah, yeah. it was very shiny, like metallic-y. Like yeah. it's something. probably metallic. It's like a uh, velvet, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like kinda, a shiny velvet yeah. though. It's something. Yeah. And then I was wondering, you know, how there's the the two boys. I was like, well, is there two outfits, and that's how you're supposed to tell the difference between the two of them? Like one is matte and one is shiny. And then, like, if you're clever enough to catch that, you would know who's doing the killing oh but i don't yeah. know i didn't i didn't watch the whole thing with him so i don't know if that's no, no. actually I was, um, yeah i was gonna say this and i don't want to derail the conversation because someone pointed this out to me a couple weeks ago and i've just been like i don't know what to do with this information so the world's gonna have to hear it yes so yes. the two killers those those two boys at the end were very close with each other i was yeah. like was this a weird commentary on how some of these movies where the killer is a part of the lgbt community and that makes them like evil and other sort of thing. I'm not trying to say where these two dudes, I'm just gonna say, where these two two dudes gay and how in some of these movies, like the gay character or the other character is the killer because they don't feel accepted in their community uh, because they are an other or LGBTQ. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this information, yeah. man. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think- This is like, uh, yeah. what do you call that camp? Um, Forgot the name of that sleepaway no, sleep sleep camp. Sleepaway yeah. camp. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Sleep a lot. A lot yeah. of uh, in history, LGBT people are ha- are the killer because that is that's not the norm for normal people. You know, so yeah. that that's a scary thing. I think in this one, I think they were in love. I think they were like a couple in a sense that they were not aware of. I think. Um, I think Stu. No, no. I think. I think. I think Billy had a motive for killing nev campbell yeah um sydney sydney yeah, yeah sydney. sydney um but i think um Still, matthew Ma- yeah. matthew lillard i think he was in love with billy and so he would do anything to please him sort of thing like that um i think that they were pro- i think they were fluid if anything i because yeah I, yeah and that's actually a good answer because yeah <laughs> Yeah, because we don't know. And I think context, at the time, yeah, but, at, at yeah. the time we didn't have the terminology yeah. to uh, to say these sort of things. So I think that's what it is portraying, sort of thing. Yeah, because like I said, someone gave me this, and I was like, I don't know what to do with this man. Yeah, <laughs> I think that is. I think that that is supposed to be like an evil thing. It's just, it's supposed you, to be a could, scary thing. You could probably find like scholarly work out there that talks oh, yeah. about this uh, somewhere. But then um, I don't know if Wes Craven was. I know. woke enough I mean, or smart enough to things. actually do it that way or if he was yeah. really trying to be like it's a scary thing you know sorry yeah, yeah I, I i'm like is this are we using a 21st century like a 20, yes yeah 21 2021 lens on a 1996 film and that may not be there but looking at looking through this lens you're finding it there mm-hmm. that i'm like i i don't know i came here to talk about dune someone just told me this and <laughs> yeah. i don't know what to do with it yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to watch that. Is there no version, John, where it's non-AMC out there? I don't know I, that's well, free. You, there is it. a bundle right now for 20 bucks. You get part one, two, and three. I know you on, mentioned this. But not, but not four. Not four. Not four. Yeah. 
The complaint is like, why is four not in the bundle? Yeah, yeah. Make it Maybe $20. it's studio wise. I don't know if they I sold mean, it to something, and that's why the Max yeah. no longer owns. Yeah. Oh. Has, has anyone seen the TV show? I watched has. maybe two episodes of it. Okay. Yeah, the MTV one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know it goes to three seasons, and then that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that is Scream, the 96 version. You can watch it if you have an AMC subscription. Um, but yeah, speaking of subscriptions, we're going to our main discussion. Yeah. This week's main discussion is Dune Part 1. This is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. An animal caught in a trap will gnaw off its own leg to escape. What will you do? I know you. That is a, uh, that is a, wait, what is, what am I looking for? Clip? A tra- Clip? Yeah. Trailer? Yeah, no, no, that is it. That is, that is it. That is a trailer for Dune Part 1. That's a clip from the trailer. Yeah, that is a clip from the trailer <laughs> of Dune Part 1, directed and co-written by Denis Villeneuve, uh, based on the book by Frank Herbert, starring, I think John should say this, his name. John, how do you say the main actor's name, Paul. Oh, uh, Timothy. Look at me. Look at me. Look at my eyes. I don't. I don't have those. Look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. I don't have his name though. Oh, okay. Put it up. Put oh, okay. it up. Find it up. <laughs> I thought. I, I, I thought. I thought you were trying to gather I just wanted to see what John would say. It's I'm looking at it right now. Timmy boy. Yeah. Timmy boy. Timothy. Uh huh. With two e's. Oh God. Uh huh. Shamale? Shamale Ding Dong, yes. Uh no, it's uh well, so I've I've actually Shamame. Because I've been listening to a lot of interviews. <laughs> no, I've been listening to a lot of interviews from him, and he kind of corrects his name because oh. it's French. So it's, it's Timothée. Timothée Shamale. Uh, yeah. Shamale. Shalame. 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 Timothée. So you can rhyme it. Timothée Shamame. Is he what is he Nell? What is he? Tay in the, t- Tay in the way. Remember Nell? No, I don't you know. know. What, what, no, Jodie Foster, Jody Foster. Yes. Remember? Oh, okay. Tay in the way. Remember when she couldn't um, talk? Also what? starring Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, and a whole multitude of amazing actors that I don't really have time to name all of them. Don't, you don't have time to mention Mr. Mr. Uh, uh, Idaho? Duncan. Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. Jason Momoa. Thank yeah. you, John. I mean, yeah. Oh, because you, yeah, you like him. I forgot. <laughs> no, I don't just uh, like him. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll reference their names later because I feel like we'll probably talk about certain characters. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the IMD plot synopsis: uh, feature adapt- adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel about the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. Oh, that's pretty much what the movies are really about, actually. Yeah. Um, before we discuss anything, I just want to highlight some great writing surrounding this film. Uh, there's like a lot of critiques and controversy that's surrounding the film, especially 
Uh, I don't know if you guys are like listening or reading anything online about the movie itself, but uh, how they don't hire uh, Mena or Wana characters. Mena means Middle Eastern or North African characters or performers, not characters. But they're uh, but they're portraying them. But they're clearly yes. portraying those people. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and because of that, because Frank Herbert's novel was inspired by like Arab Arab culture and Islam faith, that uh, a lot of it is appropriated in a sense in the mm. into the book. So like that's where the controversy surrounds is that in the film itself it kind of erases like the people uh, who are Middle Eastern or North African. So I just want to put that out there. But I, there's a, a couple of great articles about this that kind of like I like and like I feel like gives a lot of context to the movie. Um, one of them I want to mention is from Roxana uh, Haddadi. I did. Uh, titled "Dune Has a Desert Problem," <laughs> and then uh, there's a Washington Post article by Harris. A Durrani titled The Novel Dune Had Deep Islamic Influences, the movie erases them. I think both articles are great to uh, read after you watch Dune. Um, but other than that, I'm probably going to start off really quick. Um, and then once I ask you guys, probably uh, the two questions I will probably ask is like, wh- what is your relationship with Dune other than like the, like, if, I guess in pop culture? And then um, what's your thoughts about the movie uh, without spoilers? Um, I think on Twitter, I keep on mentioning, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been on and off reading this book like in the past like almost seven years. Really? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, uh, so the first introduction to me is uh, Jarowalski's Dune. It's a documentary about the making of Dune before David Lynch got it. It's a It's a good documentary. It's one of the like, better documentaries about a film uh, and how studios intervene and basically they never made that version of Dune. Um, so ever since then, I was like, oh, I wanted, what's this book about? And then I bought the book, got into, they don't they don't have chapters, but uh, I got into probably page like 50 as I was kind of confused what was going on because they kind of throw everything out to onto you. Like, uh, certain words and mm. uh, characters like you said it's kind of ridiculous that you could have t- two characters named paul and jessica and uh duncan idaho but then all these other characters are yeah uh, everybody are, else like, uh, you have no idea who. yeah like kind of hard to pronounce at the time like i, I remember um uh, like reading the book and i couldn't even pronounce most of the words uh, a lot of it is stemmed from like middle eastern uh, terminology from Arabic and uh, um, Islamic faith, so and that it makes it explains why he borrowed so much from there. Um, so that's my like relationship is because so I got pretty far actually. I got probably uh, more like I know exactly what's going to happen uh, after this part one. Uh, they literally leaves you. Uh, this is not a spoiler because this is part one, but literally, literally leaves you from like. Uh, what's uh, probably like it's the beginning of the better part of the not the better part of the book but more like the more exciting part I guess you could say is um, of the book Um, other than that this is my thoughts about the movie really quick Mm -hmm. Um, so I have pros and cons Uh, my pros are I think the craftsmanship of the film like from set design the music the costuming I really love it like the it's really gorgeous, even mm-hmm. though it's like very muted colors, the cold aesthetic. If you watch 
uh, the director's other films. It's pretty much like that with a rival. I mean, Blade Runner 2049 has some color in it, but it's very bleak uh, yeah. in, its, in the cinematography. Uh, cinematography is from Greg Fraser this time, uh, not uh, Roger Deakins. So uh, I think he executed really wonderfully. I heard, I don't watch this show, uh, Mandalorian. He does the cinematography for Mandalorian, but I could see now the influences he's taken from Mandalorian because that's also kind of bleak <laughs> in a way. Mm. Um, and he's doing the new Batman too. Oh, so okay. He's still doing bleak work in cinematography. I like this is how you've categorized him. He's very bleak. Yeah, yeah. He's, very bleak uh, he's really well. He's I, I, I love his like work. That's why too. But yeah, he, I feel like his eyes mostly... He loves shadows and, uh, you know, uh, not less light, more like, I don't know how you say it. Like but, dusk. Um, We're always at dusk. dusk I know. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, I would also say this has felt like an anti-blockbuster in my mind. Something that feels like should be a blockbuster, but not a lot of the elements of a blockbuster would have. Like um, a lot of it is like, for me, it's like meditating and some of what they're trying to, I think, portray in the movie. I think there's this whole, because uh, I, I think I, I, the way they portray everybody, I think they did it okay uh, versus like the book. But I think they did it well enough where we understand what's happening uh, most of the time. Mm. Um, other than my, the cons, aside from like the ratio of like, Middle Eastern people uh, to call it part one sets a really high bar and expectation mm. <laughs> to me because at the time I think they didn't realize they're going to come up with part two until like a couple of days ago. What um, really? Because it wasn't yeah, advertised part two comes as part out one, October right? October 20, 2023. Like literally, John, it says Dune part one in the opening credits. No, I know that, but I didn't know you said like a couple of days ago they didn't know. The yeah, they never green light it until a couple uh, of days ago. Maybe they so, didn't yeah. want to ruin it like oh. for people. So they, they, they intentionally yeah, probably, they did the it thing. They yeah, they, they intentionally created half a half a movie. Not yeah. half a movie, but yeah, they they took a gamble. Yeah, yes, oh, they took a huge gamble. They took a huge gamble. Yeah, and uh, not doing the whole like Lord of the Rings thing. They because Lord of the Rings was filmed all at once. Uh, oh. I feel bad for the actors coming back. It's like they had to like find the schedule because you know they have probably to wipe their schedule clean to film this now or have to consider filming it now. But um, but yeah, that's my thoughts overall. I think they did a good job i i think my love for it is mostly the filmmaking aspect it's like the music the set designs i think that's my love for it but when it comes to story i feel like we've seen this story i mean even reading the book um like it, it's a fascinating book it does go in depth about the characters more like in any adaptation you take um a lot of liberties um, but I think what they did here is good enough for me. Uh, I, I don't know if I would call it like the new Star Wars or anything. No, I know, like, don't the, do that. In the ads, it's like the new Star Wars or Game of Thrones. But I think if you have that knowledge of those properties, I think you'll enjoy it. I think, I, I think I you'll think enjoy that... it. Sorry. Go on. No, you're gone. It's so weird to do this like yeah. uh, via Zoom. But I think they're using those terms because people associate epic grand scale yes, production yeah. with those and not going, hey, there's going to be guys with lightsabers and uh, a really annoying, weird incest plot. Uh, that yeah. <laughs> um, 
but I, I've seen that and I've also seen people say this is what the prequels should have been and I'm like yeah it's only because they actually took time to explain bank like this whole concept of a whatever this government is yeah and Star yeah, Wars yeah. just went here we go uh this one is like all right so there's an emperor and there are two house there are multiple houses and that there's this power play uh going on that for like one guy's like acquiring power while the other two dudes are like i don't feel comfortable with this guy acquiring power so let's kill him that yeah. like they take time to say that multiple times yes, throughout yeah. the first hour of this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> And then They're there's playing a lot of that. the whole. It feels like a lot of it. You could tell that Frank Herbert's borrowed from a lot of old uh, storytelling, like Shakespeare. Yes. and everything. Where there's a lot of the Macbeth and what's the other one I'm thinking about when I was about the um, Othello and all those type of Romeo things. and Juliet. Uh, I'm just naming off. Well, Romeo and Juliet is <laughs> later on. Actually, you're kind of right. <laughs> mm. um, no, there's like a story about a, a premonition story? they have. That might come true. Oh, I forgot the name of. It. I don't think it's, it's a Shakespeare. Shakespeare. No, I don't King think it's Shakespeare. Epidia? Is it King or... Lear? I think it's King yeah. Lear. Like um, where he foresees his future. Yes, like there's a the vision they have, and they were trying to prevent it from happening, uh, but it actually comes true later. Mm, yeah, um, I, yeah, I that's understand. later on. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's my thoughts really quick. Uh, how about you, Audrey? What's your thoughts? Um, I agree with the the cinematography. It's very beautiful. I think this is much better uh, experience than what than I just watching the 1984 one. I already appreciate that there's no voiceover. I was so scared because I was like, "Is that there part was of the voiceover in the very beginning?" Yeah, that's <laughs> no, that's, but that's Zendaya. Yeah. yeah, explaining. Yeah, but it wasn't her staring at me. And then me staring yeah. at her and then like, <laughs> like they were showing instead of telling. Most yes. Of the time. Yes. And when I'm like, well, that's how you do movies, you know, whatever they did before was not how you do movies. Um, I think I've never read the book. I don't really have a desire to, to read the book so much. Um, like I can't, I don't know, like Shakespeare and those things. I just can't get around all the, the flowery language to me. I don't think it adds anything. It's very flowery. Yeah. Like it, it took me a while. This is like my, I've read, I try to read a read like, um, Lord of the Rings one time. I thought it. Like, I, I couldn't. Yeah. And I couldn't. And then this is my first time deep diving into it. And I was like, oh, this is the reason why I couldn't read. A yeah. Lord. But I kind of liked it. Like, there's a certain rhythm to it. I feel yeah. like I was like, oh, okay, I get what's happening now. Yeah. You have to be in a mood for that sort of yes, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the storytelling here, I, I, I can. It's better. It's better than it was for the the 1984 one, but it's still that same thing of this type of story that I'm not super interested in. And you know, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm being really critical about it. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I think you. I think you. <laughs> I think you're oh, oh good to be yeah. critical because uh, go go on. No, I, I, no, I, I'll, I'll mention it, no. It's just stuff later yeah. On. yeah. Um, I'm I'm glad that they're splitting it up because I think that was the hugest problem with the first film is that they try to smush a thousand pages into two hours. This I'm really glad that they're taking their time because now this is a part like in the Bible where like Jesus goes to the desert for like 30 years or something. Then he's going to come back out and he's like, okay, I accept being Jesus. I'll be your dude. And, you know, and he'll go and fight and he'll bring God or something here. I don't know. I don't get the religion because like they don't have it, but they do believe in God. And I guess they all believe in the same God. But then I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. It's kind of they don't really say, but it's supposed to be our timeline uh, 10,000 years from now. Mm, and we what? all believe in the same God. <laughs> yeah. 
and it's yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Is that a thing? I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize what's that. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting concept where um, the Paul he's supposed to be like or could be the Messiah in this, but that was more interesting that these uh, witches, well, not these, yeah, yeah, they are these women orchestrated like yeah. installed this thing where it's like, hey, the na- if we go to a planet. We get the local nationals to believe what we believe so we can build in this back door that this guy that we say the Messiah is. So if they get out of hand, we just roll out a Messiah. I'm like, it's like the CIA going to a country and going, you know what? Mm-hmm. In a couple of years, we're going to bring Jesus. Yeah. We don't know when, but, but he's Jesus coming. is going to be here. He's so coming. we're going to make sure you believe in Jesus. So if we need Jesus, he's here. And I was like, <laughs> yo, that's pretty dope. And like when Paul comes out and goes, I think this is a terrible idea that you these people believe that I may be, you know, Jesus. That I was like, well, that's an interesting concept on imperialism and colonialism. <laughs> yeah. Colonialism, yes. Yeah. It's a weird gaslighting tactic. Yes. Like, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Like it's it's super weird. And it's like, is that what all people, religions and power structures do? <laughs> it's like, you know. Make- I don't know if uh, Frank Herberts was religious because... In the book, he's very hard. Although he like he does the he does the both uh, like uh, sides where he admires religion, mm. but he also gives a lot of like the consequences of religion in here. Plus, well, that's the whole, not portrayed like, at all. No, I think uh, I feel like the second half of this will be will portray it later. I guess yeah. Uh, there's like a um, I think they they show visions of him in the movie where it kind of portrays that where even if he was the messiah that there's the holy war uh, yeah and i guess it, yeah. i guess you have to choose your own path and it depends on yes yeah yeah you still have um, a choice or something like that yes yeah um, but i don't think i, I think he's very critical about especially when people blindly use religion as their benefit mm. to start things yeah oh that's better um i think this is a better version i i'm well i'll watch the second one because only because i was so Dis- distaste by the first film or the the 1984 <laughs> film that I want to see is how how they they handle this one. Um, I the the only thing that I, I my gripe about it is that with their their frem suits their little things in the original one they talked about how it works out oh it wicks your moisture and it gets redo it and they, but they don't talk about in this film is how it processes your urine and feces. Yeah, they don't talk about that. I was they like, well, no, I mean, you, you got to do the whole thing. You can't just say you, you sweat. And now you now you got a, a, a Capri Sun on your chest. You know, mm-hmm. I need to know the whole thing. Like, wow, that was like a weird thing to cut out. I thought I thought like in I the, want it to be more critical. In the original it. one, do they mention it like serious face or someone will like, what? No, no, this is. Yeah, no, it was oh, serious. Okay. that's how you use it. It was it's like in the book. It's too, an amazing yeah. part of technology yeah. that you could do that. And you could survive with this sort of thing. It's 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 like when you like in the, like Lucy, what is it? I love Lucy. Where like or in those types of shows where it's like you don't show a toilet, yeah. you don't talk about that sort of thing. It's like well, no, we all pee and poop. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like this one, none of them pee or poop. Yeah. I think that's the other part I like about the movie is the technology they use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of cool. Like mm-hmm. there, it, it's it seems. Um, what's the word? Is I'm it practical? Analog. <laughs> I don't know if it's practical, but <laughs> it feels analogish. There's a machine yeah. in there. It's like, is that practical? Well, the, where the Amazon Echo follows you is your light. You know, that was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. How about you, John? Uh, I agree with Audrey. I saw my history is Doom. This is the first time I watched something with Doom. Uh, I think the only reference I always get is the worm, the sandworm uh, thing, always that people mention, like in sci fi stuff and. 
Um, other than that, I didn't even know it was about Spice until like yeah. all the memes showing up. I was like, what is everyone talking about? And it's like, oh, that planet is... Real the- quick. Yeah. They did a there's a really good spice meme with uh, Dewey Cox. <laughs> is it really? Wait, which yeah. what? Dewey Cox. Uh, it's um, <laughs> what's his name's character? John C. Riley. No, no, his his manager. Manager. Um, um, oh, who? Dang it! He's from SNL. Tim Meadows. Tim yeah, Meadows. Tim oh, character. Oh. If you know the running joke in the Dewey Cox story, the drugs. The Tim Meadows character. Yeah. The, oh, the you drugs, never pay for yeah. drugs, man, or something like that. Yeah. So there's yeah. a there's a. There's there's a really cool meme out there that mm-hmm. I saw where uh, someone just put their eyes blue. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I was very surprised of that. That's the thing. That's the story of Dune and what. It's weird that I didn't even know it was about Spice until this when this movie came out. So what is all... Spice to you hmm? when it comes to modern times? What do you mean what, Spice? Resource? Like the, the Spice, they're digging for oh i mean it could be oil it could be anything yeah it's oil there's a lot of allegories all those psl yeah that's um, true but yeah then i was surprised about that then um the movie's two hours and a half long uh and there's a lot of talking i don't mind talking and whatnot i i, I like his previous films like blade runner and um arrival, arrival two uh, but so in this one, I maybe it's the dialogue is very like I, I don't want to say out there. It but takes its time. I feel yes, like. you have to like yeah. really soak in everything what everyone's saying. I had to put the subtitles. Yeah, on we have to because the she's whispering yeah. for at a certain point. I'm like, what the yeah. hell are you saying? Yeah, and we had our volume up to like you know uh, all the way up to the point where like I'm kind of nervous if I go way too high. They, neighbors are like, are they making spices? The Zimmer music comes on. So we had to put that on. But you have to, this one of these movies you have to like really pay attention to to get the whole story, or else like you're wondering like why is Dave uh, or uh, Jason Momoa fighting these guys in the you know cave right now and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, but yeah, it, I, I I like the story. Like it, it, it it's very predictable. Like I. I can see where it, it's going. There are some parts I didn't think it will happen, but though, but I see the like you said, Ben, the Shakespearean part of it, like mm-hmm. certain plots they took and whatnot, or it's a, the overall story of like the thing things you've seen in the past and whatnot. Um, when you mentioned like it's hard to for part two, they have to call all the people back. There's not a lot of people they have to call back, man. Yeah, they all died. They all died. There's there's only maybe maybe three people. Just Timmy, just Timmy, Zenny. It's a whole new cast. And Broly. Yeah, yeah, uh, Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Probably at least seven, eight people all together. But yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I did kind of fall asleep towards the ending. I had to wake him up. Yeah, she had to wake me up. Um, We did watch this, like, not uh, all together. We watched it, um, like, first two hours and then the last 30 minutes uh, separately and the last 30 minutes i thought like oh this is a conclusion and then they did something i was i kind of like fell asleep i don't know because i already know what's the end game of this like what and i already knows they're going to be part two so there was not going to be a conclusion that I would think is satisfying Supposedly for me. supposed to be three parts overall. Is it? There's three? There's yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. They announced that? Like, 
Oh, oh well, that's God. his. That's uh, uh, Denise, Denise's uh, decision, or okay. that's what he wants. Not everything needs to be a trilogy. Not yeah. everything needs to be made. I'm sorry. I did not know that. I did not know it would be that. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, I I I enjoy the technology a lot. The way everything looks. The thing I thought was not practical. Maybe it is in the desert. Maybe if we had these things in real life, is the the dragonfly. <laughs> That was cool. <laughs> it's cool. Very cool. Very cool design and whatnot. I really like the uh, version of helicopter. I forgot the yes, it's like a version, ex- version of helicopter. Om- omnicopter. Yeah, yeah. yeah omnicopter. Yeah. Uh, the other thing too in this film, everything feels real. Like it feels real to the point where they're in that heli- not helicopter, Omni- the dragonfly. It feels like they're inside a military helicopter. Like mm. with the green light, every you can barely hear everyone talk. Uh, and unlike you know, like most sci-fi films, like Star Wars, everything's silent. You're you in a really, soundstage. You're, you're you in a soundstage. Yeah. Everything's properly lit. This one felt like you're in this COVID, uh, covert mission to take these people out. I kind of like how real is. Well, that's the cinematography you're talking about, Ben, right? How that sort of. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but but the overall design of the film, it felt like yeah, this plant could be real in the galaxy far, far away. Uh, oh, it's real, uh, <laughs> but then you told me Ben that it's like part of our real world not real world real yeah, timeline I don't, think, yeah. I don't know if it hinted on there did the, they ever they keep saying humans yeah, I mean everything yeah, both, everything they say is like you know it seems like it's from another past like and grandpa technology. fought a bull I guess yeah, so I know, I know yeah that, that's in why the, in the book they talk about like how that's our it's our world but 10,000 years yes, in yes, the future yes, yeah, yeah. and that's the reason why like some of the religious aspects are still around like the whole messiah uh part and they even i don't know if it happened here but they sometimes quoted verses or um yeah yeah from uh, their one of the characters done that yeah something like that Mm -hmm. from like a bible or something yeah yeah. yes yes yeah uh yeah i overall like the film um kind of long for me but i i i still understood it i'm looking forward to part two just to see what happens now? I I get the story of the one I've seen this story mm-hmm. so many times. <laughs> uh, they it, right, there's a scene there. I was like, oh, this is like the Matrix where they fly out of the cloud and they'll crash land. I was like, oh, this is like that scene where you know you never seen the sky. I don't know. It just felt very yeah. reminiscent of stuff I've seen before. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good. I like it. Uh, looking forward to the part two and three. Apparently, mm. you guys just maybe. <laughs> Drop How that about you, Joel? Um, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Uh, the first hour is just vibes, ominous vibes. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, just terror is gonna happen eventually. And then the second hour is plot and more plot. Um, with that said, I enjoyed it, but I also knew going in that this was going to end where it ends. That I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna get a full story. So I was cool with the first hour being nothing but vibes. Um, and I want to say this Oscar Isaac needs to be nominated for best supporting actor because I've seen this about one and a half times and because uh, I, I watched it again for this and I was like yeah he's the best thing in this mm-hmm. um, he's really good yeah because yeah, he's saying stuff that you could get your, your traditional British character actor to do mm. and it would be fine and this one I'm like yeah I want to see him and his son hang out and, yeah, yeah I can watch it in the graveyard yeah yeah, watch like, more of this. yeah I can watch more of that like 
next season of uh, Scenes from a Marriage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have you guys watched that? No, no I, I just saw the, I saw the chance It's really the good. It just takes you out in the beginning. So really quick, uh, every episode begins of them setting up the scene of the show. Oh. So they're like, it's basically like Jessica Chastain and, uh, um, and uh, Oscar Isaac as themselves putting like being into like, like the director will tell them to be in place. Then they, they say action and then they, it's the show. Okay. Wait, what? Yeah. What, why is it like that? Is this, I don't know. I don't know missing? why. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're not it's married, right? Oscar <laughs> Isaac and Jessica. Ch- They're not married. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Just go, um, go on. <laughs> uh, excuse me. <clears throat> uh, so this is not my, I've had friends who uh, who love Dune or have a soft spot for the David Lynch movie that I've had friends try to go, if you like this, you'll love Dune. And I've gone running from there because I don't want to read 800 pages of like this kind of sci-fi mm. or I saw like an early, ver- like when I was a kid, I saw the, the Lynch the Lynch version. I went, this is weird. Yeah. Um, so this was my first real interaction with Dune. I tried to come in bl- <clears throat> I tried to come in blind as much as possible and I enjoyed it but yeah I'm not reading this as an adult. Uh, <laughs> I got too much other things to go on in my life that I want to do. I don't That's like right. the best character's name is Duncan Idaho and mm-hmm. dude dude ain't making it for the sequel so spoiler I guess um, <laughs> that I'm not not really thrilled about it. This is my first real interaction with Timothy or Timothy, the shallow make guy. Um, yeah, I've, never, yeah. I've never seen him in anything. I know he's been in things that just have not interested me enough to see. So I'm, I think he's a good actor so far. Um, everybody else seems to be more interesting to me. But Audrey, I also think, oh but I, <laughs> I was going to say really quick, you were talking about him, that Audrey, I think questioned this too, that, the last episode oh yeah why do people like about him? his popularity yeah i don't yeah. get it i don't know where he's from i just yeah. know he's a thing yeah but i think the paul character is kind of a blank slate early mm-hmm. on yep, in yeah. i think films. so too yeah <clears throat> so i'm okay with him being a blank slate but it's one of those things where i'm hoping in the next film or films uh he <laughs> gets like a character uh because it looks like half the cast won't be back for these other films um i'm uh as i say i'm in like no real shape to go to a theater so i'm really glad that uh hbo max had it out there um but it this does feel like a film like you need to see it on a big giant screen um so if i get a chance i will see it in imax eventually or whatever um I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not saying I got Dune fever. But <laughs> you got the Dune. You got the Dune. I got the Dune the fever. Spice. Mm-hmm. fever. Yeah, spice. You know, you don't see um, our eyes blue yet. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. In the sense of like, I kind of know where it's gonna go. But I can't wait to see the spectacle. Uh, the the Noon is a great director. He brings a lot of. It's a. It feels like it's kind of a cold project, like Blade Runner cold. Mm-hmm. He's bringing that to this. He's got an interesting taste for character actors. 
Um, I trust that this, you know, the sequels will is in good hands. Um, I, it does seem like his like his Star Wars, like he is trying to like bring something like that to the big screen again, <laughs> something yeah. new and exciting, yeah. But from but, like, like a I, director that's never done or has done something like this, but not on the scale, I guess you could say. And I, I guess I'm gonna take into my talk about like Star Wars, like the Star Wars comparison, and I get why that's there. Yeah. But this feels uh, like the hipster art kids version of Star yes, Wars. I was gonna mm. say like the yeah, art house like, version. It's like <laughs> you like Star Wars, man. You should see Dune. Yeah. <laughs> like that's oh, yeah. like I feel like they're 20, like for the next five to 20 years, there's gonna be some kid in a dorm room like, I saw Dune, it's okay. I like Star <laughs> Wars. Please stop talking about Dune. Yes. Like, like this is going to be in the Criterion Collection for some reason. Oh but not, God! Not Star Wars. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, I, I know it won't because it's a Warner Brothers film. Yeah, that's well, true. technically it might because it, they do have like this weird partnership with Warner Brothers. But I almost want to like protest this going into the uh, the Criterion Collection because this feels like this is too, too mainstream for yeah. them. It, like I understand Wes Anderson films are in there and they're somewhat mainstream, but I'm like, it's literally Dune, Armageddon. Dune. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was a yeah. mistake. I don't, I don't know. I, I want to know the history of that, but uh, we can um, talk about that Disney later. <laughs> at some point had a deal with them, and that's why uh, oh. Michael Bay's films are in there. Okay, that was what I curious. heard. Because it's Armageddon yeah. and something else. The Rock. The Rock. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, okay. That does sound like a mistake. <laughs> so, I mean, they're out of print, so they're probably never coming back into Criterion Collection mm. like again. Yeah. But it's that thing where I, going back to that weird hipster arts school, like Star Wars thing, I'm like, yeah, that's what this first hour is. It's just ominous vibing for art school kids. And I'm not complaining, but it's one of those things where I'm just like, this is still a blockbuster, even though no one wants to say it or it's an anti-blockbuster. Yeah. You don't spend this time and money on it to go, yeah, this is only going to play at art houses. This is a <laughs> this is a AMC 25, 30 theater screen bad boy like thing out there that mm-hmm. it is what it is. Like I, I don't. I, I don't think it is deep as people want to make it. And I already feel like I see it's the, going to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just see the what's the the L.A. Times. I'm just going to throw it out there. I can mm. see a think piece that comes out. And I know you already have this think piece. You were talking about how there's no um, no no people of Middle Eastern descent or whatever in this yeah. film or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, I see that. And I kind of understand why they probably wouldn't, because. I've heard in the next book, they literally call it a jihad. That yeah. like what these really? guys do. Yeah, yeah. like oh. it becomes like Paul has to stop the the freemen from doing a jihad. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So in this Don't movie, they call it a holy war. A holy war, yeah. yeah. Um. Which is for uh, uh, most historians, it's like a crusade. Like, that's what their the imagery was, I feel like. Oh um, yeah, yeah. The white like, there's a lot everything. of uh, imagery that reminded me of like Pearl Harbor, um, the Civil War in America, the Revolutionary War. I was like, oh wow, he's taking a lot of these uh, these uh, imagery uh, in this movie. 
um, Vietnam. Yeah, mm-hmm. Vietnam, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, uh, I don't think they mean that, but I think just because of time, a lot of this feels uh, like a weird commentary on Iraq. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting thing you said that because the planet they're on, Arrakis, it, it is a uh, version of Iraq. Apparently. Uh, I get yeah. Well, that really yeah. washed over me. I didn't realize that. In some language, uh, Arrakis means Iraq. That's why. And, and then John pointed out about the oils and whatnot. So mm. a lot and, of things are like uh, aligned <laughs> to, the, to the analogy, I guess you could say. I'll say um, maybe because my dad, like he was in both Iraq wars and just dealing with that, the way, um, what's it? Um, Oscar Isaac character is like, we got air power, we got sea power. When we get there, we need to get desert power yes, yeah. talking about <laughs> connecting with the local nationals yes, yeah. and all these things and i was like beat for beat that's military like language yeah. language <laughs> that i was like yo i don't know if you guys did this on purpose or if this is from the text but that's very like yeah you go to a military base you're gonna find a copy of dune and what's it uh the Oscars, uh, Ender's Game, oh. and a lot of these Ender's things. Ender's Game, that's what I was going <laughs> to... Oh, and yeah, Ender's Game is taught on military bases. What? And, like, it, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's I think, the Air Force Academy. That. Yeah. Um, oh. That it's a lot of these, like, weird 60s, 70s sci-fi that just got in, and they just took these phrases and took these things. And I'm like, I don't know if that was intentional, but it's there, and it's weirding me out. <laughs> Maybe that's what was really off-putting for me was that it's very subservient in that way. And I didn't realize that's why I didn't like it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse um, me. Oh, I don't know if you need time. Uh, no, no, I'm just, it's, <laughs> it's just cold I have. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, I mean, it's not cool that you have a cold. But anyway. <laughs> Transition off that, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Um, other than that, I think that's it for... Uh, Dune. Uh, I won't go to spoiler territory because I feel like the overall story, we've all watched this type of story when uh, uh, people go to a place and, uh, you know, ask for the indigenous people for some help. And then those people become their leader and savior. <laughs> so, yes. Amen. Uh, yes. Uh, Avatar, <laughs> I think, is one I think that's out there. Um but so I'm not going to go into spoiler territory. Uh, I think I'm just going to uh, end the podcast here. But really quick, um, uh, before we, we leave, uh, Joel, where can they find you online? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Joel Barber Comedy, um, or you can find me on my has not been updated in a long time website, uh, milliondollarunderwearzine.com. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again for being our guests on this episode. And can't wait for you to be back for our Matrix Resurrection episode, which is also I, coming I out wait. on HBO Max. <laughs> um, can I can I come back for the Hawkeye episode as a Hawkeye oh, yes. fan? Yeah. Ooh, oh, I, I actually, mm-hmm. I would. Why? Yeah, I want to ask uh, um, Anthony, Marshall. Anthony Marshall to come back too. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll make a like finale episode where uh, when the season's over. And ask everyone. Cool, because I got some hot takes to fire off. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, Audrey, have you watched all of the Matrix movies? Yes, I have. They're okay. um, it's all blended together, but um, 
I'm really, I'm really excited to see this, even though I, th- I feel like it's a, another John Wick kind of thing. I get confused because he looks just like John Wick and not like the Matrix guy. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. And um, where can they find you online? Uh, DateNightPlays.com. Yes, John? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. Yes. No, I can't. For, I, have, I always forget. And Ben, where, 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 where do people find Ben these days? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Benjamin Abaya. You can find all of us and our episodes at thefreakandawesome.com. You could become a patron for no less than a dollar. This helps us offset the cost of running a website and podcast. But if you can't do that, please subscribe, rate, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TFA Now. Like and engage with us on our Facebook page at The Freakin' Awesome. Or join our Discord server. The links will be on the show's notes. Email us with concerns, comments, or corrections at contacts at thefreakinawesome.com. Once again, you could be part of our Patreon page and get episodes early at patreon.com slash thefreakinawesome. Once again, I want to thank everyone that listened. Uh, really quick, we talked about Dune, uh, Only Murders in the Building, Elementary, Dune, <laughs> Love on the Spectrum, and Scream for those listeners. If you, we, I think most of that stuff, aside from the 1984 Dune, we uh, we encouraged everyone to watch um, yes. those television shows and movies. And also thank you again, uh, Joel, for uh, being here as a guest. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. I'm Audrey Abaya. I'm Joel Barber. And this has been the Freaking Awesome Podcast. 